0: Hi, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Sir podcast. I know you guys are super hyped just to hear the episode, but before we tune into that, please subscribe if you haven't on all streaming platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, et cetera, wherever you're listening from. Leave a five-star review if you're on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, wherever. I appreciate you all support. And I think you are going to love today's episode. Super controversial, but, you know, we always say unfiltered, uncensored and unapologetic. And I think that's what this episode will be. So stay tuned just to hear my thoughts. And we'll be addressing Tokyo Olympics and their ban on Black Lives Matter apparel. Thank you. Yo, everybody. What's good? We are back at it again with another episode. And here you're tuning into a You're Wrong Sir podcast episode. We got so much to talk about. Um, Literally, there's always me having episodes prepared for the podcast, recording episodes, and literally something else prominent is happening within sports. And I'm like, hold on. Got to put this podcast episode on hold for this one because this is more prevalent. There's just literally always so much to talk about within sports. As you all know, some things literally always happening every single day. And this one and this event of what I'm going to talk about today was just one that I just couldn't move past. Y'all know we always talking about the mission of the podcast, uncensored. What else? Unfiltered and unapologetic. Right. And so I think that's just the epitome of the podcast. And really just today, this is one that I just couldn't not speak about. So before we get into everything and eat these people up, okay, because that's what I'm going to do today, we have to highlight our female highlight today and woman in sports highlight. And today that's going to be Kaiser Gondrizik. She is currently was the number four pick in the 2021 WNBA draft and most importantly, a rookie on the Indiana Fever. Now Kaiser is a history maker and most importantly making her moves in her bag off the court even before she started because she just signed a lucrative okay lucrative deal with adidas and she's basically going to be the lead face of the organization and who they have coming further for their signees so that's amazing congratulations to her and shout out to adidas amazing move i think her marketability is there Um, She has so much to offer just off the court, too. So I just see a myriad of opportunities coming her way. Kaiser, if you're tuning in to this, shout out to you. Um, That's amazing. But something that she also said in a recent interview about her deal with Adidas was, which I think was an amazing point. We're literally always having WNBA players wear collabs with um, LeBron, wear collabs with KD, wear collabs with Heidi. How about WNBA players shoes like Amaya Moore and having them collab with Kyrie and having Kyrie wear their shoes on the court or having LeBron wear their shoes on the court or having KD wear their shoes on the court? You know, and I keep talking about this. Even if you tune into my last episode with Michaela, you'll realize that. There's a difference between diversity and inclusion and also visibility. And I think there's a lack of that when it comes to women's sports. And the more we put it in front of people, the more people will understand, um, tune in, and support. Okay. Like, if imagine if you got Kevin Durant and LeBron James sitting right here wearing Kaiser's shoes on a court. I mean, shoes be ugly to be real. I'm not saying Kaiser's will or LeBron's will, but people just gonna hype you up just because you're that important player. Somebody see LeBron with heat on their feet, little kids are gonna be get on their phone, like, Hey ma, I need this. Like, you know, I need this. I need to get this. And that's simply because you have so, so many kids looking up to these individuals. I don't know about y'all, but for me, like as a girl growing up, wanting to play basketball, Derrick Rose, what my, I need these. She's like, Oh, these are expensive. No, I need these. Okay. Cause D Rose got them. Right. So that was my role model, my favorite player. And so for me, being the epitome of that influence and so many other students and, and children and basketball players having that influence. It's a no brainer, right? And so Kaiser talked about her interview, unisex shoes, um, which I think is important. Okay. Cause put the bag out there, Kaiser, I'm going to pick up your unisex shoes if they cute. So <laughs> the most important thing is visibility, equality, and just give them the opportunity to be seen. When you present people with the opportunity, Then you can say if it didn't go right or if it did. But people are always talking about what women aren't capable of, but you're not providing them with the opportunity. So how does that work? It doesn't, right? So visibility, opportunity. I'm really, really hoping Adidas is not bluffing. And they're really giving her that visibility and giving her the opportunity to be the face. And with that being said, I mean, there's so much opportunity for women in sports. you already know this marketing major. When we get this degree... That's what your girl gonna be into, okay? Because women's sports is on the come up, and a lot of people gotta tune in before they blow up for real. And opportunities are just slowly, slowly coming. And I'm just so, so excited about that. And when Kaiser, when you drop these shoes, I'm gonna need a pair, okay? So I'm gonna see my address when you drop them because I need them, right? So besides that, shout out to her, shout out to Adidas, shout out to the Indiana Fever. WNBA tip off coming soon. When this releases, I'm sure the season's gonna start. But, hey, at this time, it hasn't. So I'm shouting them out, super excited just to see what's going to happen this season and how they'll perform. <sighs> Y'all ready for this? Okay. Now, I don't even – I don't watch the Olympics for real. I mean, if I do, I watch certain sports because, you know, they have a myriad of different things that are happening within the Olympics, et cetera. And if you know, you know, okay, and it's supposed to be held in Tokyo. Now, it's supposed to be held in Tokyo this year. Blah, blah, blah. So amazing, right? People work so hard to get to the Olympics. They're amazing athletes, amazing players, whatever the situation may be. But, you know, <laughs> Tokyo is on some BS with black people right now. So we're going to get into that. Woke up one day. I'm literally on Instagram. And I mean, these big memes are coming across Instagram, Twitter. People are talking about it, et cetera. I'm like, yo, like, what's to it? People don't really. I mean, when people talk about the Olympics, it's usually about. The place where it's held or labor and what's happening and how it's being affected by the people who are residents of wherever it's being held, etc. But this time, this time, they was coming for the black people, right? So I'm literally on Instagram. I'm watching everything. And the graphic says athletes. No, the Tokyo Olympics released a statement that said athletes are being from, banned from wearing apparel with political and protest messages, including... Black Lives Matter at the Tokyo Olympics, literally <laughs> not allowing them to raise their fists, kneel during the anthem, or have anything that says Black Lives Matter. <laughs> My issue with this is it wasn't they can't have any political or protest messages, period. It was including Black Lives Matter. So you made it your mission and initiative to make it clear that you didn't want African-American people to protest and most importantly, speak about the injustices that we face all over the world. My issue with that is it wasn't including Black Lives Matters, stop Asian hate, not coming for anybody. But at the end of the day, if you're going to target one population based on injustice, make sure that nobody can speak on it at all. And they were like, for me, that's a microaggression. They were very specific about what they did. They didn't leave it at, oh, you just can't have any protest or, you know, any political messages. It was including Black Lives Matter. Why did you have to say Black Lives Matter specifically? Why did you have to do that specifically? If you're going to name every single political message, name every single one. You should name Say Her Name. (laughs) You should name Stop Asian Hate. You should name Black Lives Matter. You should name anything her too. Me too. All of these movements, name them all. Name the ones about sexual assault. Name the ones about Asians. Name the ones about Arabs. Name the ones about everybody. Why do we have to target Black people purposely? Then it's oh, it's not that deep, or just just no political messages, but it's literally geared towards African American people. You're not excluding anybody but African American people, right? So in all of your headlines, you made sure to say BLM, excluding Black Lives Matter. And my issue too is. It's also raising fist. Who the heck raises their fists other than black people? Nobody. <laughs> like literally nobody, okay? Nobody else does that. You're never going to see any other race raise their fists at a protest or raise their fist in some other place because stop Asian hate or stop this and stop that. No, you're not going to see nobody raising their fists for Blue Lives Matter. <laughs> you're not going to see anybody raise their fists for quote unquote white on white crime. Only black people do that. Let's be real. And so it was, okay, no Black Lives Matter apparel, right? Then don't raise your fist. They also don't kneel. When y'all seeing white people kneel, I'll wait. Nobody's doing that but African-American people and specifically African-American athletes in protest to the injustices that we face continuously. And so typically when you see whites doing that, it's in solidarity and being ally with African-American people is never specifically just because a white person wants to kneel. It's all tied back to the injustices and racial issues that are tied to African-American people in the United States and most importantly, all over the world, all over the nation, all of that. So as I'm reading this and y'all know, I'm going to do my research before I speak on anything. And so I'm like, okay, you know, headlines do literally post things just to, getting a rise out of people and getting a rise out of the media and have people talk about it. But no, for real, it was literally don't have anything Black Lives Matter. Don't raise your fist, Don't kneel. Who does this? Black people. Like, come on now. And it just be these small microaggressions with these people in power and most importantly, people who are rich and these elitists who never come down to understand how African-American people feel, but use these big platforms where they have the decision to make whatever they want to make the rules and make the laws and literally exclude us from having freedom of speech. I mean, we sit right here talking about the Constitution. Of course, we know the Constitution wasn't made for African-American persons, still not made for us. And it just needs to be abolished at this point. And so does the police system. That's a whole another story, though. But literally, like, nothing's here for us. Nothing's here for us. And you literally went out of your way and specifically said Black Lives Matters, no fists, no kneeling. Huh? I'm gonna need Stop Asian Hate (laughs) in the articles. That's what I'm gonna need. And it's not there. And it's just like, okay, then check this out. So they said that the items that African Americans and people and any athlete there can wear are clothing featuring slogans that say um, peace, respect, solidarity, inclusion equality. That's the only thing that's permitted. (laughs) I'm not understanding because Black Lives Matter (laughs) literally (laughs) is the umbrella for all of those things that you are allowing people to say. Peace. That's what we're asking for. Respect. That's what black people are asking for. Inclusion. That's what we're asking for. Solidarity. Asking for equality. Oh my God, that's the biggest one. That's what we're asking for. (laughs) And you're literally telling me you can't say black lives matter, but you can say equality, peace, justice, this, that, when that's literally what black lives matter mean. Equality is the epitome of what the statement means. So explain to me why we can't, because it says black, because it's targeted to black people. And I'm not even the type of person to always be pulling the black card because I hate when people do that. Cause it's just like, okay, girl, like, or boy, everything isn't targeted to the color of your skin. But this time it is, and that's ridiculous to me. And you're not permitted to wear this apparel while participating in the Olympics, but you can wear it during interviews and team meetings. Who the hell in your team meetings is about to see this with you? I mean, you're with your teammates. You all feel the same way. There's not going to be cameras in team meetings. (laughs) Like, come on now. Interviews, I don't even know. I barely watch the Olympics anyway, but I don't even know. Definitely the interviews aren't broadcast as much as – the sport is and whatever is happening, the meet, the whatever sport is taking place or the event. Y'all know what y'all doing. Like, come on now. And then when asked about it, (laughs) the claim is since the last Olympics, they asked athletes, did they feel comfortable with having political statements included during the Olympics? And two thirds of the athletes said that they don't think political messages and politics and all of these things should be included. Well then why are we including equality? Hmm. Why are we including peace? Why are we including solidarity? Because what are we in solitude with? It's a political message, not making sense to me. And who are the two-thirds of the athletes? Because I've yet to see anybody speak out about not wanting any political things during the Olympics. And why did you feel the need to even put out a survey about if people should be able to speak on what's on their heart personally about what they may feel the individuals are going through? Like... After the Olympics, after you gave people gold medals and bronze medals and silver medals, you was like, hey, in y'all committee meeting, I think, you know, we should just ask all athletes how they feel about political messages. Let's be real. Y'all felt some type of way about political messages. And y'all didn't even really care. But it's really ironic at the peak of the Black Lives Matter movement when you know the athletes are continuously taking advantage of their spotlight. Now you want to stop that? Come on now. (laughs) Like, come on now. Y'all have to be kidding. And it's just really ridiculous to me that people have this much power, that people have this much ability to literally tell a person who is, and a lot of these people in these committees aren't even people who are athletes. How are you going to tell me what I can wear when I've worked my butt off to get to this point? And you telling me I can't show support to my people where I want, I literally want the two thirds athletes who have a problem with this to speak out. Cause I've yet to see one after the Olympics. I didn't see any interviews, any news outlets, any Twitter posts, any Instagram posts, any anything about an athlete feeling some type of way about political messages. Where are they? I really want to know where are they? Where was this survey? And if there was two-thirds who felt a type of way, why do you feel some type of way? For what? You came there to what? Be an athlete? How was that distracting for you? So now you're saying it's distracting for athletes to wear political messages during the Olympics and while they're at their events, etc., but it's not distracting to wear that team meetings. Hmm. Isn't that when they're practicing? But it's not distracting to wear it during interviews. Isn't that when the media is on them the most? Hmm? It's not adding up here. Because if you don't want, if it's so distracting, it shouldn't be there all. But you pick and chose where you would allow people to wear Black Lives Matter simply because you don't want them to wear it when the spotlight is on them the most. Come on now. Like these committees and these people, it's just ridiculous. And this literally goes back to my personal, I would say testimony and just how I feel. I think the African-Americans run sports and a lot of these sports simply are African-Americans putting them on. I mean, you don't see black people out here skiing, but you definitely see black people out here running the NBA, the NFL, and all of these other platforms, etc. And it's just really ridiculous to me that when... Anytime an African-American person is involved or anytime an African-American person wants to speak out about the injustices that our community face, it's an issue. Like, why is it an issue? It's never an issue for Stop Asian Hate. It's never an issue for Blue Lives Matter. It's never an issue for anything else. But it's always an issue when black people want to speak up and talk about injustices. Why is that? Like, two-thirds. Like, are y'all serious? I want... I, Two or the two thirds stand up, stand out, speak up, speak out, and you know, and then it puts I think African American people in a bad position simply because, for example, with Simone Biles, worked your butt off to get to this point. I mean, you've been prepping for years for the Olympics. You're here, and now it's literally the, I would say, the personal um, conflict. Or conflicting with yourself, like, dang, I really do wanna be here. I really do wanna win something at the Olympics. This would solidify my legacy further. This would make Simone Biles an even bigger individual. And for me personally, it just helps me feel as if I'm a better athlete and I've worked so hard to get to this point. That's one part of your brain. And then another part is like, man, F the Olympics, because y'all don't want me to have my Black Lives Matter messages and y'all don't want me to have my wristbands and this and that and speak about it during media. Why not though? You know, and as an athlete, I couldn't imagine being in the in the dilemma because it puts you in a bad position. You want to go out there, you want to rep for your community, you wanna be a better athlete, you wanna be on that platform for people to see you even further and just to solidify your legacy. But at the same time, is it worth is it worth the medal? Is the medal worth it when you don't have your own freedom of speech? Is the medal worth it when you can't speak about and wear whatever you want and we're in a free quote unquote country? Come on now. Is it worth it? In my opinion, it's not. In my opinion, it's not. However, I don't have any hard feelings to any athlete that decides to continue to be in the Olympics. Go do you. Like, go kill it out there. Since they ain't giving you the opportunity to wear what you want, come home with the gold, okay? Come home with the gold. But it's just one of those situations where why do they have to choose? Why does there have to be a dilemma when white people aren't contemplating that? Why does it have to be a dilemma when Asian people aren't contemplating that, but black people are? It's like BS, literally. And I just feel like, I just really feel bad for athletes. And it also, like I said, goes back to the testimony of me urging African-Americans to have our own leagues, to have our own Olympics, to have our own NBA, to have our own NFL, to have our own everything, literally. Because, I mean, yes, we complain about it. And yes, it's extremely unfortunate. And it's hard for people of color to get in these positions or to get on these boards where they make the rules, et cetera. Stop waiting to get a seat at the table and make your own table. Why are we waiting when we have the money, the resources, the the following, all of these things? Why are you waiting to sit at a table that isn't going to accept you? And if they do bring you to the table, it's literally to say they have diversity, but it's not really to hear your voice. You're not there to be heard. You're there to be a puppet. You're there for imagery. You're there for pictures. You're not there to make a difference. Why sacrifice and waste your time when we can literally be making a table ourselves? We've seen Renee-, Renee Montgomery do that with the Atlanta Dream. Instead of having a racist owner in charge of a WNBA team, hey, I got this. Let me be the first player to own a WNBA team. Let me do it. And she did it. Because every at a certain point, ownership is the key. Ownership is the key. All of these rules and these things, they cease when you literally have people who've been athletes. We have people who are sensitive to the world and very in tune with how people feel of all cultures um, from all backgrounds, et cetera. And when you put them in those higher positions to make these laws, I won't be making a podcast about this because they'd be fair, because they wouldn't be restricting African-Americans from being able to voice their opinion and say what they want. Like, that's absurd to me. And it just really makes me so upset. And to the Tokyo Olympics, like, this is my mood to y'all. Really? Like, are y'all serious? And your priorities are messed up. Literally, you got (laughs) COVID outbreak where you are. You got people in a hospital. You got people dying. Y'all don't even have the resources to take care of other individuals. And you sitting right here telling me that what's on your mind is not having black people have Black Lives Matter shirts. That was the first thing you thought about. That was the first thing you thought about rather than trying to get vaccines for your citizens, rather than trying to make sure the countries who are involved are going to be OK health wise. No, but oh, let's make sure we demean the black people. Let's make sure we take their voice away as much as we possibly can. And let's make sure we just use them and put some own bows in all our commercials and in all of our this and in all of our that. But she can't speak how she wants to. We ain't y'all puppets like what's what's to that? Like we're not puppets. And it's just really one of those situations where your priorities are messed up. You should be worried about COVID. You should be worried about protecting these athletes that are going to be there. How about that? How about making sure that everything's going to be okay so that by the time the Olympics are over, your whole country isn't shut down because you just wanted money and attention for athletes to literally be there and have events rather than prioritizing the health of those who are literally going to stay there after the Olympics are over. Your priorities are in the wrong place. and. It's just, it's ridiculous to me. Personally, if I was an athlete, protest. Still wear it. What are the repercussions? And if they are, you got people who's 10 toes riding behind you that nothing's ever going to happen. Like, I just, I am mind boggled because how can, how is it possible to make these rules that you tell somebody what they can and can't wear somewhere? When they earned the spot, you didn't work out. You wasn't over here falling, you didn't invest your sweat, tears, and blood into something, and you telling me when I get to this high pinnacle of a point, I can't wear what I want to, and I definitely can't say what I want to say. what <laughs> Like and then what it, it's th- this kills me and what I think these athletes need to make clear to these huge organizations and these huge events and these monumental moments like the Olympics and the NBA and the NFL, there's no you without us. There's no you without me being an athlete. There's no you without me being African-American. So, like, you want to make the point that I need you, y'all need us. And something's got to give and some athlete literally has to stand on that. Colin Kaepernick did that. And you've seen him continuously. People were tripping about him not being in the NFL. Yes, that was a sacrifice, but he is good. He has his deal with Nike. He has all of these things and Everything has continuously been blessing him because, I mean, I'm a religious individual. God got us, like, period. And stand for what's right. If your values don't align with the organization, if your values don't align with something you're participating in, step out. It's not that serious. Go make your own form of the Olympics. You don't need that. Yes, it hurts because we as humans feel like we need medals, et cetera, for validations. But, Simone, you've already solidified your greatness. You don't need them. You don't need them. And it's just really one of those situations where I just think this is extremely unfortunate. It's BS. And it's just, it's mind boggling that people literally have the power to make these types of decisions. Right. And, you know, if it was me, I'm still wearing it. I'm still protesting, like whatever the situation may be, because that's absurd. But, hey, I'm going to tune in. I'm definitely going to tune into the Olympics. Actually, I might protest it. I don't even watch it for real. So it really don't matter to me. But I'm just curious to see what African-American athlete is going to continue to participate in it and who's going to renew, And most importantly, who's going to go there and still wear Black Lives Matter apparel, etc. cetera. So, I mean, we'll see. I don't know what's going to happen, but we'll see what's going to happen. I was just really upset just about You know, that and I think that more people need to be speaking on it. athletes are not speaking out about that. Why are we not talking about it? Y'all focus on Stephen Curry having 60 points a game, which is awesome and amazing. And what LeBron's saying about the play in tournament in the NBA. This is of more importance. This is of more importance. This is definitely of more importance. This is what ESPN should be talking about every day. Just how y'all drug Deshaun Watson about this case with the Texans. This is what y'all should talk about. And it just really shows you where the heads of media are. And most importantly, I mean, people's priorities be messed up for real. And I think it's just something that we need to change. And I'm urging all athletes to be you, stand strong on your values, continue to do what you want to do. And if you feel like you want to speak and have a voice, use it. Don't let anybody silence you. Don't let anybody stop you from doing what you want to do because they are aware of how prominent and huge your platform is and they don't want to they don't want people to be exposed to that they don't want african americans to see you on the highest stage literally um vouching for your community and protesting they don't want to see that they don't they don't they don't want to do that they feel threatened come on now give them what they don't want to see give them what they're afraid of and continue to instill that fear within them because it's just ridiculous to me and so really. I ain't going to talk too much. That's really all I got about that situation. I definitely think the Tokyo Olympics needs to reverse that decision. And for them to even feel comfortable to make it just says a whole statement to me about the Olympics. Do I feel it's worth it? No. You don't want me to speak. You don't need me there. <laughs> you don't need you don't want me to speak. You don't need me in your commercials. Like, that's just how I feel. You won't use me as publicity if I can't speak the way I want to, if I can't wear what I want. And so... That's really my message to all athletes. Kudos to everybody who had the opportunity um, to be in the Olympics this year. Rooting for you guys, but always stand strong in your values. Use your voice. Don't let anybody silence you. And that's really all I got. So I appreciate y'all for tuning in to this episode. Y'all, I'm always saying we're unapologetic, uncensored, and unfiltered over here. So if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you're listening to the podcast, please leave a five-star review. I appreciate you immensely. And without further ado, we out y'all. So thank you for tuning in. I appreciate y'all and I'll catch y'all on the next episode.